Why don't you grab your Bibles and meet me in Philippians chapter 4, and let's talk today about peace that can be so manifested in your life that your, your intellect cannot even comprehend it. We're talking about peace that is incomprehensible. It's so amazing. We're going to jump into that in just a minute. We'll be in Philippians chapter 4. Let me give you a reminder that this Saturday, which will be February 24th, 2018, we are having a meeting here at our studio, 2 o'clock p.m. The address is 137 Overhill Drive, Suite 102, Mooresville, North Carolina, 28117. And if you're in the area or if you're outside of the area and you want to come to the meeting, come on, praise the Lord. But send us an email at contact at stephenbrooks.org if you're coming so that we can be aware of uh, your arrival. Praise the Lord. We don't uh, want to have uh, not enough seats available. Uh, Actually, if you're going to email, email at events at stephenbrooks.org. That way it gets to the right person in the right department. <laughs> okay. So if you want to come, shoot us an email, tell us you're coming, how many people and so forth. Praise God. And by the way, no children allowed, uh, in a television studio, uh, little children, it's just not a good mix with cameras and lights and things like that. Praise the Lord. Okay. So adults come on out if you're in the area or if you're outside of the area and you want to drive in, come on, praise God. We have a good time in the word and there'll also be ministry in the Holy Spirit. Again, that's Saturday, 2 o'clock p.m., February 24th, here at our studio in Mooresville. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. By the way, that information is on our website, stephenbrooks.org. Just look at our itinerary, upcoming events, and you'll have all the information right there in case you want to come out and join us. Praise God. Now, Monday, February the 26th will be the evening of our conference call for all of those who have completed the 40-day prayer challenge. It's going to be at 8.30 in the evening, Eastern time. Okay. So I know I'm getting the emails in and if you finished it, you know, uh, honest to the Lord, right hand on the Bible, praise the Lord, giving the Lord your word that you did it. Then you can be in on the conference call. Email me at contact at stephenbrooks.org and say, pastor Stephen, I did it. If you did it. Okay. That would have been those that, uh, went through the whole process of the 40 day prayer challenge, which included, 40 days uninterrupted, each day getting up in the morning, spending a tithe, two hours and 24 minutes of time in prayer and fellowship with the Lord, and having done that 40 days straight, and having done it all before 7 o'clock each morning. Oh, Pastor Stephen, you might only have one or two people on that phone call. Uh, No, there's going to be a lot of people on that conference call. I mean, I, I was surprised. In some ways, not. I wasn't surprised, but it's always a blessing. See, wisdom is justified by her children. Oh, see, the, the word works. Oh, Pastor Stephen, nobody's into prayer today. Nobody's really interested in fasting. Nobody really wants to seek the Lord. Oh, oh no. It's, it's just like back in the Old Testament days when God told his prophet, he said, I've still got 7,000 who've never bowed the knee to Baal. Woo! Wow, there's a lot of hungry people in the body of Christ. 
There are people all over America and all over the world who are just crazy about Jesus. He is the passion of their heart. And uh, it's those type of people that when they hear a challenge like this to draw near to the Lord, they respond. So it's going to be a fun call. Uh, so if you have completed that 40 day prayer challenge and you did the whole thing, then you can email me at contact at stephenbrooks.org. You will receive the phone number and the pin code to get on the conference call. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now we've had quite a few emails coming in. So that's what, that's why we haven't been able to reply to all of these emails, but you'll have it. You'll have it within just a couple of days and you'll be able to get on that call, which will be Monday night, February 26th at 8.30 Eastern Time. Hallelujah. Praise God. So those of you that have sent your, your notice in to me saying, Pastor Stephen, I completed it. Here's my email address. You will be hearing from uh, one of our administrators, and you'll be receiving that information. Praise God. All right. I'm just talking, having a good time. Are you on your way over to Philippians chapter four? Okay. Heavenly father, we thank you for your word. Oh God, let your Holy spirit come and quicken, make alive your word unto us. Thank you. Father God, let this be our daily bread in Jesus name. We pray and together all around the planet earth. We say, amen. Praise the Lord. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, be anxious for nothing. Easier said than done, right? So many things can bring anxiety and worry and stress, and it's one of those things before you know it, it can start to seep into your system. It can start to overtake you, and it's never, it's never fun being in a place where really you're in the flesh where you're worried, troubled, anxious, even if you can survive like that, even if you can live with stomach ulcers and, and take medications to calm the nerves. And, uh, you know, the people turn to all types of things to try to bring a, a uh, surface type calmness. Some people smoke because smoking helps them calm down. Well, uh, getting lung cancer is not going to help anybody be calm, of course, but we know, we know people do all kinds of things to try to stay calm, but there is a way to do it. Praise the Lord. That is a biblical prescription that comes from Dr. Jesus, his prescription for calmness and peace. And you don't have to pop any pills and you don't have to spend any money. And it works every single time. There's nothing else on the earth that can do what this will do. Be anxious for nothing. So God wouldn't tell us to walk in this directive if it were not possible. So we can do this. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer, aha, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, with, you know, with appreciation, letting the Lord know that, uh, you're, you're grateful for all that he's done and all that he's going to do. It says, let your requests be made known to God. You know, it's very, it's very interesting. I, I believe you have discovered this by now in your Christian journey, and you've probably discovered it quite well. There is no substitute for waiting. There is no quick fix to some of life's pressure situations. 
So what you have to do is that when you go into your prayer time, when you feel the anxiety, maybe you even feel the headache. I mean, a lot of people get headaches because really it's stress, migraines and things like that. And, you know, we thank the Lord for, you know, Advil and ibuprofen and aspirin and stuff like that. And all, you know, all of these little remedies to help bring some relief into our bodies. But my goodness, if people would just go pray, but here's the thing. If you have real trouble, things that are really weighing on you, that would give valid reasons for why you could be anxious and worried and troubled then you can't realistically expect to go into your prayer time and just, you know, 10 minutes later walk out and think, wow, what a, what a transformation. Now, it could be that in certain situations that maybe God touches you in a special way on a special day, but that's not normal. That's not normal. I've had God meet me the moment I've walked in my prayer room and I, I could walk out three minutes later so charged and so full of the glory, but that's not normal. No, it's not normal. Actually, the, the more pressure that you feel, the more temptation for worry and to get into anxiety, probably the longer you're going to have to stay in your prayer time to get that off of you. But if you will stay there and stay there, and stay there. What will begin to happen is that as you just spend time talking to the Lord, fellowshipping with the Lord, oh yes, making your requests known, but also exhibiting to the Lord your gratefulness, your thankfulness for who he is and, and how he's able to, you know, solve any problem and work everything out for you. As you just spend that time with the Lord, what will begin to happen is the Holy Spirit will begin to soothe and comfort you. And before you know it, those worries will begin to lift. Now, here's what's amazing. You can be in a hurricane, but it's like you're in the eye of it where there's tranquility. And all around you is all of this stuff. In other words, your problems, they maybe have not yet been removed out of your life, but you're still here but now you have peace. Now you're not chewing your fingernails and uh, doing all of these other little things. And you're not nervous and shaking and stuff like that. You're just, you get calm, you get calm and you just begin to relax when you pray. Now, here's the thing. I cannot do your praying for you. And, and nobody else can, not your best friend, not your, not, uh, uh, not any spiritual, uh, advisor or counselor, you and you only can do the praying that is necessary to obtain the peace, which is available for you. Praise the Lord. Now I can pray for you, but I cannot do your praying for you. Because if I could do your praying for you, then I would be responsible for your peace. But what happens when I go on vacation? If that were the case, what would happen if I got translated like Enoch did, and suddenly Pastor Stephen's gone? And you hear a report, Pastor Stephen has joined the company of Elijah and Enoch. He's been taken off the planet. Now, what if I were your source of peace? And because I were doing all of your praying for you, uh, you had a peace, but now I'm gone. So what would happen? 
would you now be in a place where it's impossible to walk in a place of freedom from anxiety? Well, if I was your source, that would be, that would be your lot, but it's not because God is your source. And when you tie into him, you have an unending supply of peace in a very chaotic, anxious, stressed out world. It seems like the world will find something every day to get stressed over. <laughs> if it's not the financial markets, it's, uh, you know, uh, a tragedy, natural disaster, or uh, something, you know, a train coming off a track or a plane crash or something, something. The world will find something because the world system is driven by a fear-based motive. That's why there's so much vol uh, volatility and uncertainty in the world. And there's a degree to that, that it will never be fixed until Jesus Christ himself comes back and governs this planet. And Satan is thrown in the bottomless pit for a thousand years. He's chained there and he can't come out. And then the world will see how things can be run the right way with the right government. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. But my friends right now, regardless of what's going on, you can have peace. You know, some of these people, when there's times of financial recession or financial great shakings, there's people that have committed suicide. They are so distraught and upset. They commit suicide. See this, this message is for the body of Christ, but this message of peace in God. Oh, I tell you what, mm, it's what the world needs. Salvation forgiveness of sins, receiving of Christ as your Lord and Savior, eternal life, and peace, and peace. Let me show you something that's very fascinating. In this same chapter, just a few verses down, the Apostle Paul said in verse 9, the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. Okay, they learned the teachings of Paul, they learned about prayer. They received the teachings of Paul. He did a lot of teaching about prayer. They received that. They heard Paul pray. They saw Paul pray. They understood the, the, the dy dynamic power of prayer and the peace reduce, pr producing results. And it says in verse nine, that when you do this, it says the God of peace will be with you. The God of peace. Well, in the old Testament, in the Hebrew language, the Lord, from a perspective of being revealed as the God of peace, that would be Jehovah Shalom, the Lord God, who is our peace. And out of the eight compound names of God revealed in the Old Testament, Jehovah Roi, Jehovah Sh uh, Shama, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Tisitkanu, and, and, and so forth and so forth. And the many different aspects of God's nature and character as expressed through his name. To me personally, the one that I connect with the best has always been, and I think it always will be, is Jehovah Shalom, the Lord God who is my peace. I'd rather have peace than anything else. <laughs> I like peace. I do not like chaos. I don't like strife. I don't like disorder. I like peace in my life. I don't like worry. I don't like fear. I don't like nervousness. I don't like, uh, you know, like a fear of the unknown. I don't like stuff like that. I like peace. 
when I spend time in prayer on the Lord's Prayer, as the prayer opens up, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Guess what aspect of God's name I worship him the most as the Lord God, who is my peace. Oh yes. I, I thank the Lord that he's my provider. Lord, you're Jehovah Jireh. You're the Lord God whose provision for me shall be seen. Lord, you're Jehovah Rapha. You're my healer. I, 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 I mix that in there, but hands down, hands down 90% of the time for me. Now it's, it can be different for for anybody, but, but for me, it's, it's Lord, I worship you. You're my peace. And Lord, your peace means so much to me. You're the God of peace. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for your peace in my life. Thank you for your peace in my finances. Thank you for your peace in my body. Everything's calm. Nothing's hurting. Everything's working the way it should. Lord, thank you for your peace. Lord, thank you for your peace in my mind. I'm not troubled. Oh, Lord, there's a lot of things that need to be addressed. I need to, I need to work on this. And we have these things over here. We have to get done over here. But Lord, even with all of this revolving, Lord, I thank you for peace. I just thank you for your peace that I can get things done peacefully. I don't have to be chaotic. I don't have to be stressed out. We're not like on a Titanic ship that's about to go under. God's ship will never go under. Hallelujah. So we can sail peacefully. Hallelujah. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now watch this. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, the peace of God, which surpasses, which goes beyond all understanding. It's literally incomprehensible. You can't wrap your mind around it because your natural mind still works. Your intellect still works, but this is not something a psychologist can talk you into. This is not something like a a, a psychiatric evaluation can diagnose and give a remedy to. This is something that only God can do. And it's available for you every single day. And I think honestly, we need it every single day. Praise the Lord. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard will guard your hearts and minds, your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. But you can't know this peace if you don't pray. Mm. This is a deep, deep peace, heavy, heavy tranquility, Mm. deep calmness. You just get real calm and it's like everything begins to slow down and you can just breathe and relax. And here's the thing, when you're in that that flow, you don't have to jump out of it. Just stay there. Just stay there until your battery, your spiritual battery is fully charged. I don't know about you, but I have to charge my, my cell phone every day. And it's a little bit, I need to get a new cell phone. It's getting a little bit old. And my wife's is also, we've noticed that our battery life is deteriorating, going down. Uh, so, you know, when the, when the battery is brand new, the phone's brand new, you don't have to charge it that much. You know, you charge it for 40 minutes and it seems the last two days, but now I, I've got to charge my phone maybe two or three times a day. Well, the thing is our lives, our lives can be influenced by what's around us, even in a negative way. If our batteries are not charged up, 
And one of the main ways to charge your battery is just spend time with God in prayer and don't run out of your time in prayer until your battery is fully charged. Why, if your battery is at 40% and you're running out, you, you know, now, now you're here and there and I, you might be able to plug in somewhere, but you might not, you might, might get on uh, a level where you're too low and might find yourself where you can't recharge. Here's the thing. Get charged up every day. Get charged up every day. You know what? For those of you that completed the 40-day prayer challenge, it's a very interesting experience of what happens the day after the challenge is complete. The, the following few days can be very interesting. It's like a person who does a fast, an extended fast. You do a 40-day fast. You don't eat. And it seems like it goes on forever, but eventually it does end. And you have this, you know, high experience in God. You're like, wow, that was awesome. And you start to eat and you're, you, you begin to eat. And then you kind of get back into a normal routine because you can't fast all the time, nor does God expect you to do so. But you know what? You can have high moments in God, in prayer, in fasting. But after those high moments, you, you have to get back into a normal rhythm of life, but always remember you can come down off a mountain top experience. And if you don't walk close to the Lord within a week, you can already begin to lose all that momentum you built. I want to encourage you to always stay in prayer, not just on a 40 day prayer challenge. I want to encourage you to live a fasted lifestyle. Not, not just if you're doing a 21 day fast and, and now you've, you finished that now, well, I'm going to eat like a horse now, pastor Stephen, I'm going to gain it all back. And then a whole bunch more. Well, you know, God's more interested in the long, long term, the long term process. And really when you melt that down, that comes down to one day at a time, living one day at a time in peace living a life of prayer. Don't get yourself where you're in a place where you're falling behind and you sense anxiety creeping in, worry creeping in. That is an indicator that your spiritual battery is getting weak and it's an indicator that you need to ramp up your prayer life. Praise the Lord. The 40-day prayer challenge was was to establish a deep foundation in your life where you literally taste and see that the Lord is good. And you say, I'm integrating this now as a lifestyle, not something I just do once a year. Same thing with fasting. It's more than just an extended fast. Pastor Stephen, I climbed Mount Everest. I did a 40 day fast. Good. Are you ever going to fast again? No, that's it. (laughs) Praise God. Walk with the Lord. Look, determine that you're going to be a spiritual person. Don't neglect your prayer life. You will end up getting frazzled in life. You'll end up being a natural person. You'll, you'll be frustrated at your own self. You really will because you know there's a higher standard of, of living. And that's the life in Christ. It's the life in the spirit. It's the walk of the spirit. Mm, praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There is a place in God of peace that overwhelms your mind. I believe it helps your heart to be healthy. I'm talking about your natural heart, your blood pumping heart. I believe it brings peace throughout your whole body. 
your whole body. Some people are so tense. They are so worried and troubled and their muscles are tight. The the expression of their face is strained. And, uh, you know, all of that can just be relaxed. Oh, I, yes, pastor Stephen, by, by going to the masseuse. No, you can go to a masseuse. They can massage you and stretch you out like you're a rubber band, but that doesn't relieve you of the things in your mind because the moment you walk out of that massage therapy or whatever it might be, those problems are still waiting for you. That stuff, it'll just, it, it won't go away through those types of things. I know relaxation is good comfortable mood. Uh, that's all good. That, that can help, but it, it won't do anything like what God can do by he touching you with his peace. Mm. And God, God on the throne has never had a stressed out day. Calm, cool, peace beyond anything that a natural person can even comprehend. The only way you can comprehend it is spiritually. And you realize this is a level of peace that is completely non-existent in the world, in the natural. The, 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 the world cannot offer anything like this. There is no vacation package. They, there's nowhere they can send you on a cruise ship, remote island, Alaskan cruise, you name it. There is nothing that can touch a even one one hundredth of this. God's peace is the highest peace. You don't need a vacation. You need Philippians 4, 7. Hallelujah. Father, I pray today that your people discover the place of peace that's found through prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Years back, when I began to make a strong push towards the Lord, as a young man in my early 20s, I was at my grandmother's house one day, and I went into a room to spend a little time in prayer, because all the other relatives were up on, up on the hill. They were visiting a different house. Actually, it was an old house we used to live in, and some of the relatives wanted to see what it looked like. It had been so while since we'd been back to it. Well, I left the house. I thought it was kind of boring and went down the hill, went down to my grandmother's house and nobody was there just waiting for everybody else to show up. So I was just in the room praying. And as I was spending time in prayer, I heard a male voice speak to me. And to me, it seemed to be audible, but I was hearing it in the spirit. I believe it was the voice of a holy angel of God. And the voice said, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. That in many ways was the beginning for me of beginning to go into a deeper walk with the Lord, realizing that the riches of Christ the wisdom of God is available for those who will seek. And I began to pursue the Lord, and it was the beginning of supernatural encounters, a beginning of supernatural experiences, the beginning of understanding the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the beginning of tapping into this thing called peace. 
when I found that it would soothe any trying trial or situation. Woo! Hallelujah. Mm-mm. Even your, even on your days of your worst mistakes, I'm talking about not just things that happened that were difficult, but even when we make mistakes, even when I've made mistakes, I would go before the Lord and confess my faults and so forth and say, you know, Lord, I, I, I really blew it on that. I could have done that better. Or, you know, I'm sorry. And, but such peace, such washing away of sin, such forgiveness and cleansing, even your conscience being cleansed. Wow. And you're not troubled or bugged about it. He took it away. Incredible. Not only took the sin away, cleansed and cleaned your conscience. Wow. And you leave the room and you're happy. Wow. Full of peace. Wow. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Let your peace flow now to your people over the internet, touching them now. Draw them, O God, into the holy place, into the holy of holies. Spend time with you in your presence and finding that place of fullness of joy in you. We thank you that you dissipate every worry, every anxious thought. We thank you, Father, we cast every care over on you. We thank you that you really do care for us. And some things that would seem slow in coming, oh, they're coming, though. They're coming, and you want us to enjoy the journey. We thank you that in Christ your Son, we know nothing but ongoing victory, sweet victory, and life in you. Father, we praise you in Jesus' name. Bless your people with that touch of your peace today in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Let's take Holy Communion today. You know, in your own prayer time, you can take, you can take communion with the Lord. You can get your own grape juice, your own uh, little wafer of bread. You know, just, just get some bread, whatever. You know, I, I have these little wafers. You can buy those at Christian bookstores. But even if you don't have that, you could get a little saltine cracker or something like that. Praise God. I'm sure that the Lord would even honor a cheese it if that's all that you can find in the house. Praise the Lord. But you can take communion and have just time with the Lord, peaceful times with the Lord. Let it be something that's daily for you. Come on back into prayer. Come on back into prayer. After all, what else is there to do in so many uh, circumstances of life. Well, I can't pray, Pastor Stephen. I don't have time. Well, what, what is it that you're going to go? What else is there to do? That's no. I know there's the there's life. You have to live. You have to work. But when it comes to your free time, I mean, when it comes to time, that's what we would call your downtime. Your you, you you know you have the ability to choose what you do with your free hours. In so many ways, could you not give one to the Lord? What else is there that would outrank spending time with the Lord? Well, I've got to go do this, Pastor Stephen. Well, what's that compared to this? Why, why run from this to that? Those other things can't satisfy. Only the Lord can. And so they skip time with the Lord, and they go do the other thing, and they do it, and they can't extract the happiness they're looking for, even though it's their favorite hobby, because without the Lord, there's, no, there's not that life. 
Wow. But I tell you what, if the Lord's in it, you can have fun washing dirty socks. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> you could peel potatoes if God's in it, and you be you would be ecstatically filled with uncontrollable joy, even peeling onions if God's in it and his peace is there. Woo! Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. I'd rather peel onions with Jesus than count gold coins. Hallelujah, that I'd be putting in the bank, and God's not in it. I want to be with the Lord. Hallelujah. One day we will go to be with the Lord. Oh, and there'll be uh, plenty of gold. Hallelujah. We're going to a place where the foundations of homes and and of the city is that of diamonds. Woo! Hallelujah. Mm, 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 mm. Praise God. See, it's in these times of peace Sometimes you find your spirit going up, up, up. Go with it. Go with it. God will take you up. God will show you amazing things. God will take you up into the glory. Mm. Some, some of you might just want to go up right now. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> Woo. Hallelujah. I'm starting to feel a little bit toasted in here today. All right. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this bread and this grape juice. We consecrate it and we bless it. We set it apart as holy unto you. This is now the flesh and blood of Jesus. Pastor Stephen, I thought a priest had to do that. You are a priest. Didn't you ever read in the New Testament that Peter writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit said that all believers are priests in Christ? Mm, Hallelujah. And if you want to squeeze the extra in there, he said, you're priest and kings. There's royalty in you because of who you are in Christ. Father, thank you for the body of Jesus. Thank you for the blood, the blood and the body. Father, we thank you as we receive his flesh. We receive your peace that is incomprehensible, that passes all understanding guards our hearts and our minds in Christ. We thank you, Father, for this guardian barrier of protection from worry and anxiety. We live in perfect peace. Thank you for his flesh and his name. Amen. Let's receive. Woo, glory. I've got the joy the joy of Jesus down in my soul. Mm-mm. Praise God. Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus that we can sit down and talk with you and talk life over with you, talk our problems, talk our challenges, talk our faith over with you, talk our dreams, our visions over with you, confess our faults, confess our sins to you. And we thank you, Father God, that Jesus washes all sin away. We thank you for his blood that allows us to have fellowship with you unhindered. Thank you, Father God. We thank you that we are in your family, that we have been transferred, translated. We have been moved out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of your dear son in whom we have forgiveness of sins through his blood. Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus. We receive it now. 
Amen. Let's drink. Praise God. Please lift your hands for a moment and just begin to worship the Lord. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory and honor. Just begin to worship the Lord. Now, I'm going to say goodbye to you at this point. Please give the Lord at least three minutes of worship. Just begin to speak in tongues. Begin to worship the Lord. Let Him touch you. Let Him fill you with, your, with His peace. Let Him refresh you. Let Him encourage you today. And continue to find those times when you can spend quality time with God. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. For more information about the ministry of Apostle Stephen Brooks, visit our website at stephenbrooks.org.